Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. And welcome to series two of Meet at the Hotel Bar. After being tangled up in tabloid dramas, hitting the podcast charts, and unearthing some of the best kept touring stories you will ever hear, we are back again, bigger and better. Who knew that was even possible? If you're new here, we are Freddie, JC, and Huss from the band Flaws, a three piece indie pop band from London via Huddersfield. Since we started touring and traveling the globe, we realize there are so many funny things that happen on and off stage. So many stories that never get shared with the rest of the world. They just stay in the dressing rooms and the tour buses of the bands and artists that you love. Until now. In this podcast, we are lifting the lid on life on the road. And where better to meet up and tell those touring tales than a place every touring musician knows well, the trusty hotel bar. In today's episode, we met up with Aston Merigold of JLS in a hotel bar in central London. As a quarter of one of the UK's biggest ever boy bands, JLS chalked up an impressive five number one singles, have sold over six million records and won two Brit Awards. They've headlined London's O2 Arena a whopping 16 times and shifted more than 1.4 million live tickets during their four album career, all four of which went multi-platinum. Today's podcast was a real roller coaster of emotions. There were moments when we were howling with laughter and moments when we got deep analyzing what happiness and success even is. Also, as, as you'll soon hear, I started off the episode with an absolute howler. Before we'd even got settled into the podcast, I embarrassingly and accidentally thanked Aston for having us. Um, yeah. Uh, it gave me flashbacks of the time that I was introduced to Ashley from the Pussycat Dolls uh, on a night out once and I replied with Hi Josh, I'm Ashley <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that happened Anyway, expect stories of Vegas memory loss Why JLS have a no white towel policy in their dressing room Impromptu arena power cut acapellas And getting a life-changing phone call from the Jackson family Get ready because this is one of my favourite all-time episodes This is Aston from JLS coming up on Meet at the Hotel Bar Levels, One, two, levels, levels, levels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, bloody hell. we always love it. Sound effects. See, we so are. You can tell we're in a bar. As quiet as it seems today, One, two, we are go. actually in a, a hotel bar. Yeah, there's no music. There's no music in this hotel bar. We're currently um, in pretty central London. Yeah, at the Freddie. What's the name of the hotel? This is a Radisson Blue. Radisson Blue Bond Hotel, Street. Bond Street, and um, Aston has just come and joined us to say hello. Uh, thanks for having us. Thanks, Thanks, for, yeah. Thanks for, <laughs> Thank you for letting me. us have you. <laughs> Thanks. There you go. Is that, that's still wrong. This is your studio, right? We, came to studio. <laughs> we could well be in the studio right now. Uh, thanks for joining us. That's what no. I meant to say. Anytime. I appreciate um, it. Oh, good. First question, as always, what would you like to drink? Um, for me, I'll have a tequila. Tequila. Yeah. And tequila pineapple, actually. Tequila to be pineapple. Yes. Okay, Freddie. Okay. Shall I go and see if yeah, got so yeah. <laughs> Should we do four, four tequila four pineapples? Four tequila pineapples, let's do it. I've never sure. had a let's do it. tequila pineapple. Oh, you know, it'll change your life. Does it come in the pineapple? <laughs> Not yet, but that's a very good concept. Okay, there. Okay, there you go, it comes in the pineapple. Does, okay. oh. Doesn't Kim really like... Um, Kim loves tequila. Yeah. yeah. She'll be so proud of me. Shout out, Kim, my good wife. job. Freddie, okay, guys, you've they got some bad news. No pineapple, I'm ah. afraid. Second right. choice. Okay. Any other options that might um, work? I've got a few different mixtures, but let's go for a tequila, ginger ale, and we've got like grapefruit or yeah. Little. Okay. I like it. Tequila, Fingers ginger crossed. ale, and grapefruit. I've this, never had this before. Three ingredients makes a cocktail, right? 
Yes. So what's really? the cocktail called? This has to be like the meet the hotel bar cocktail, surely. Oh, I like it. Well, the good news is they did have ginger Brilliant. ale and grapefruit, so we and are in. Literally just arrived. There we um, go. Cheers, again, guys. We've got to pour it oh, ourselves. Oh yeah, this is a bit of a theme recently. This, this, this yeah. happened in the last podcast. Let's reverse pour. It's no visual aid. There we go. Yeah. Now, should they Let's be drunk some. through straws or not? That is the uh, connoisseur. It depends advice. how well you want to look after your teeth. To be honest, that's a good point. This is the drinking thing for me. I'm a bit like, do you drink your drinks through straws or do you go? Obviously, beers is different, but. If you ever drink in spirits, it's a bit like, oof. Oh, is it through your teeth? Is, through is your straw is good, good for your teeth? Well, none of it's good for your teeth, but it's bit, <laughs> None of Stop it's discoloration, right? no responsible for any dental <laughs> bills after this podcast. I need to book the dentist, actually. I've not been in ages. Um, <laughs> cheers. That's yes, that's it. Cheers. 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 There we go. Cheers, cheers, cheers. But be cheers, honest, guys. Be honest, because yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea. I'm not going to lie. That's okay. I like that, yeah. actually. I'm in. I think that's pretty inoffensive. I was expecting it to be a lot more. You're not so sure when it was your idea. No, I'm looking at you kind of going uh, I can't gauge oh, it's this it's going to be a good night do you know what, you know what this reminds me of um, when we used to go well, when we go to America our record label's there we always get whiskey and ginger ale on the flights yeah, yeah that, we that's do. taking me straight back I thought you were going to say Boilermakers where mm. you get a pint and no. then a shot of whiskey on the and side and then you put the whiskey in the beer this is your upper so forget the whiskey now okay. tequila your upper I mean, and you just keep on flying yeah, we're first I mean? class next time keep on flying. Exactly. it's actually really good it's yeah, good yeah, it's quite nice Thanks for yes, ginger ale. So, nice. um, so thanks for joining us. Um, you've literally just come straight from rehearsals. Um, I have yes, that's why I'm sweating. So I apologise. No, I have right. sprayed a lot of. Yeah, I was going to say you smell <laughs> fantastic. Okay, good. That's, I'm glad. I'm glad that's the way we're going with this. Good. First question: What is the aftershave? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how, how are rehearsals going? All good. Um, do you know what they're going good? Yeah, it's only day two of physical rehearsals because obviously we split it up between physical and um, vocals so it's day two and it's it's um, like everyone kind of gets in rehearsal I suppose you have a bit of a, like a brain funk like excitement of day one and this is great and then day two you're like that was too much yesterday I don't know how much I can put in today and yeah but good good I think that's the main word for me there it's good so yeah. far I love that physical a physical um, and then the, the singing Yes, like I mean, because that's alien to us, right? Absolutely yeah. alien to us. Yeah, like the be, idea yeah. of, of course, of, yeah, like, that whole other aspect of yeah. a performance. We just don't yeah. <laughs> put too too like. I, I definitely agree with going too hard on day one because <laughs> yeah. when we get in a room and being a reasonably physical drummer, I get definite uh, sore arms on and day, it comes two. In yes. day two but it's like there's no choreography involved <laughs> <laughs> well you say that but it is technically still choreo because you're still yeah true moving, moving to the song yeah, I'm, I'm all freestyle baby <laughs> <laughs> even better there you go <laughs> tequila's kicking in already there we go and so how long have you got left of rehearsals have you got a long stint or um, yeah so we've got this week to kind of lock down all the movement then Friday's kind of the intro to vocals. So I suppose back end of Wednesday, maybe Thursday, we'll start kind of just singing as loud as possible to get the stamina nice. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But proper in the vocals starts Friday. Then we've got a week of basically both. Make sure you can do both at the same time. And yeah. then we're into uh, three days of production. So then it's all a bit like, you guys know, it's not. it's not the the best thing in the world is a lot of sitting around because obviously you have to make sure this is, this is the cruise time more than it is yeah. kind of your time so yeah. then it's a bit yeah. like you've done your rehearsal this is now their rehearsal and you're a bit like okay so we're but uh, listen I've been doing it long enough now that it's 
you know, I've got my iPad and my phone, PlayStation in the back now. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorted for a couple of hours. I'm sweet. <laughs> yeah, nice. And you've, you're obviously going um, touring across the UK. Yes. Are there any cities that you're looking forward to in particular returning back to? <sighs> any personal favourites? I'm not to I do hate this question. I do hate that question. <laughs> But to be honest and, and totally, totally blunt, it, it's always, I'm going to say Ireland in general. So you have Dublin's Belfast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you hit anywhere in Scotland as well, they're always... Up for it. They're always up for it, but I think it's because I'm never there or the band's never there. Like you're never really going to yeah. see us just rolling around Scotland unless it's for a reason. Yeah. Either a show or promo, whatever it is. So the, the nostalgia kind of thing it is great but that pandemonium that we had the first time always kind of I don't know it kind of festers within within these countries so it's, it's it is amazing to kind of you know jump over the borders and just be like yeah hey, we're in Scotland and it's just it's just the loudest shows ever to be honest. So it's amazing are there any places that you've yet to gig that you would love to gig Asia anywhere in Asia for me yeah just because the, the the pandemonium and the fan bases out there that you see from other artists i'm just yeah. like geez this is this is crazy and then i look on my spotify whether it's for 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 me or the band like my spotify artist or my apple play artist and you're like where do i get a lot of traction from and it's like indonesia the other day was like fifteen thousand um streamless i was like sorry it's like I've never been there in my life yeah. but how how do I get there how do I do it? so yeah when when you're kind of getting these traction in the, getting traction in these places it's yeah just obviously you know like any artist you just kind of go oh, I can't I just I need to go out there I want to see yeah they do like um, um, in like shopping malls and stuff like concerts yeah. and shopping malls and like you can you see like the videos of just like lining up it looks yeah pretty people insane people how how receptive they are and like respectful as well yeah. like they they listen then they clap like crazy for a minute then it's dead silent while they wait for you to perform the next one like I can't imagine playing to that kind of crowd but yeah, yeah that'd be amazing that'd be really awesome <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd panic I think if everyone was kind of sitting there, like we've obviously all been at them gigs where it's a bit like and I love them I can't I put my hands up I can't lie when you kind of have to impress because you're a totally new act and, the, and whoever may be headlining or whatever it is and everyone's a bit like they don't know any of your yeah. songs and you have to bring this well, you have to bring your vibe and hope that someone kind of latches onto it. Um, that's probably what that would feel like, like a bit too polite. Like I do love the kind of the angst and the, you know, the pandemonium of just ah, like screaming over everything that I'm doing. Like, yeah. It's great. <laughs> so take us back to your first ever tour. I don't know if that was after X Factor and when JLS started or if that was ahead of then. But. Yeah. So the first ever tour would have been an X Factor tour, but in terms of like a JLS tour, was literally straight after that so it must have been pretty insane like like again i go back to that word of pandemonium because it, it we hadn't had any we hadn't had an album out we hadn't had you yeah. know like any kind of all oh, the album had just dropped sorry but it was never kind of uh it wasn't something to live off do you know what i mean it was just it just been dropped single yeah you they'll know the single but like within days like they know all the words they've already kind of worked out the dance routine like it it, it it was mind-blowing to see people be so invested in what was going on in in theaters so we were up close and personal so as as, as amazing as arenas are those 
theater gigs where you're a bit like oh no i can you're you're here like you can you can literally like see their touch me yeah you're, you're 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 in touching distance and it's it's incredible to see especially at such a young age and the first time round, just those reactions and yeah we can well I, I couldn't believe it to be honest it was a bit like the boy band stories and yeah whatever but like it's it was like genuinely true like that is just like it was madness I couldn't yeah I couldn't really comprehend what was really going on <laughs> you in you in like splitters you on a tour bus straight away or yeah so it's tour bus straight away oh, which was which was amazing um I said everyone kind of you know found their their role on the tour very quickly okay yeah I think you know I, I, I say that with a smile because how old are you at the time 21 okay 20 maybe or maybe 21 I think yeah and and we <laughs> we were you know we had just done the kind of fly to LA and do your music video and yeah. all this stuff you're kind of like what? really? like you, you know and then you're in I, I don't know you're in this bar in the middle of West Hollywood and then it's a bit like you see English people and they're just like oh my god hey how you doing and you're like this is surreal you're on the other side of the world and then you know you when you do find kind of peace on the tour bus I was a bit like nah I'll like when, when are, are we going out tonight yeah. what's the there was no like yeah you, you, know, want, you want that chaos I want like, the, yeah. yeah I want the chaos all the time whereas some of the other boys are like I'm just gonna get an early night like, oh, chill like I'm tired as long as I travel I'm like nah we're new city let's go let's go out now we haven't technically got work until 8.30 tomorrow night like we can sleep all day we can do whatever so um it's good to have that energy though on the road as well like I like that yeah it's ne I think it's needed yeah because not everyone gets to go on the road and it doesn't last forever no nah. So you do need them, them moments and their memories. And as I said, I hold my hands up. I'll be the, the most annoying little brother out of all of us and just be like, let's go, let's do it. Because like, I want the fun. I yeah. don't, do you know what I mean? I, I, I want to sleep. Like, I'll, I'll sleep after this. So and and ultimately, those off. are those stories that you do remember, those nights that you kind of dragged so-and-so yeah. out or you there know there you go yeah we share some of those too I guess some of those <laughs> you almost want to go too far so that you can then slow it down down the line but know you've experienced those crazy times do you know what I mean mm. well, has she been that's too what, good that, from that's, the start yeah well being young that's like, the whole point if? right yeah. yeah it's a bit like myself and all the boys we're all married now we've got kids and whatever else and it's a bit like I'm not going to stay out until 6am yeah exactly but at the same time there's always that possibility that it could happen because it's, it's been done many times before and <laughs> if the night goes as good as if the tequilas you know, are flowing there you go exactly so um, so you guys reformed in 2020 yeah. and uh, how has touring changed from then to now I would say that to be honest it's 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 kind of not more intense intense is not the word it's got more it's got more exciting mm -hmm. because everyone being locked away in their houses confined for all of us getting what we loved taken away from us and kind of going ah oh, I can't kind of you know go and do shows and all that kind of stuff what do I do now I think everybody had this it's almost this pent up show frustration like they wanted to go see a show or do a show or whatever it may be so after lockdown ended and we were like I want to say well, definitely one of the first if not the first pop tour to go back into arenas 
like the, the euphoric. That's probably the best word yeah. for it because it, it, I'd never. As I said the first time round, it was amazing. It was I couldn't believe it, but this time I was like, this is louder than it was at the start because as I said people have got this pent up yeah. frustration of just being at home and we're free again and we can celebrate realising what they've missed what yeah. they've been. it's like they're, they're fans and they're, that's one level of appreciation but then they've also got oh my god I'm out again I'm see at, I'm rubbing shoulders with someone else yeah and, and you yeah. see the messages online kind of going oh my god I've had the best night this is my first night out since before lockdown you're going yeah. Jesus mm. like wow like they, like they, you know for them they're just kind of like I met some of new friends and I've got some of the best memories and you're going gee like that's going to be a part of your life forever do you yeah. know what I mean in 20 years time when once kids are kind of looking back going that didn't happen you're going well, it really did and we sat in our houses for however long and you know we, we you know got through it and, and came out the other side these people are going to be like this was the first time that I went out again this is the first song that I listened to live and whatever else so it was just um, like an unreal experience for a show and are you guys on the same bus when you when you tour or are you separate buses or split vans or no same bus same bus same bus as Wicked. hard as it may be with like families now and all that it's a bit like not that we're taking turns ever but someone's family comes on the road it's oh, never nice. kind of the same time yeah, yeah, yeah. as such but yeah it's a bit like it's not just four of us anymore yeah. do you know what I mean and it's like with me it's a bit like my wife comes and my two kids come now that's that's just part of me like yeah. that's what you get when I come and same with the other boys That that's what kind of comes along with it so backstage is a lot more manic that's probably changed the most <laughs> but everything else is yeah. the same do you know what I mean it's just we need more rooms backstage yeah. for, and a crash yeah, yeah. basically there was, there's full soft play backstage yeah. Oh, really? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. we've had that definitely I love that <laughs> yeah. um, so we in Floors, we love a travel day story. What is the best travel day or day off on tour? What's the most memorable thing or day that comes to mind of a, of a travel day? When you said that, I've got two, I've, I've kind of got two, and I go, one was a travel day, but it was so long, and you'll know this by state-wise, like, we traveled through like three states in like one day, because we had to get right the way across, and we yeah. did this amazing Six Flags tour. And it actually all happened on the same trip, but, the first one was the first day, the bus collecting us and it was amazing. And it was a bit like, oh, I can't wait for the shows to yeah. kind of kick off in a few days, but we've got a couple of days traveling now, let's, let's enjoy it. And we, um, we basically stopped off, like it was dark. I couldn't tell you what time it was, maybe let's say like post 10 o'clock. And you're going through, uh, I'm gonna say Texas or Austin, wherever it may have been. And being four black guys walking around Texas and going into this gas station, um, there was an old guy sitting on a rocker outside and we was like, this is like a movie. Like, this is, he's like, oh, this Spitting is- Spitting tobacco in a bucket. <laughs> yeah, all of it. And we were like, this is hilarious. Like, this is like, you know, this is, this is a miracle. Wow. Guy sitting there and um, it was me and I want to say, I think I'm sure it was Marvin. Um, walked into this guest and was like we just need some snacks like jet lag is killing us like whatever and I just remember walking past this guy and seeing the biggest shotgun I've ever seen in my life oh shit yeah wow. and I was like oh shit okay cool that's fine okay it's fine we're good we just we just walk in and then you've got the cashier there and she's just like 
hey, you ain't from around here, are you? And we was a bit like, um, <laughs> no, not at all. Like, where's the crisps? Like, I mean, like chips and stuff. And she was just like, where are you from? Like, the accent was like, England. From England. <laughs> just <laughs> on tour. Just trying to get some snacks. Big guys come in, like, from outside. And you know, you're a bit like, oh, that literally three or four seconds. And it's a bit like, what's he doing? He's anywhere, walked straight past us. He's gone to the bathroom or whatever. But you know, you, I don't know why. Yeah. Just having these heart palpitations again. This doesn't feel right at all. And it was a bit like we, like as as quick as possible, got straight back on the bus and was like, that was just that was just weird, a weird experience. And we was a bit like, yeah, I just remember it literally like it was this morning. I was like, geez, that that was really. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. The gun thing is 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 so crazy out there. I remember crazy. doing. Uh, yeah used to do like session stuff and being on tour again in Texas which went over our heads um, which you obviously you're allowed to carry um, and um, carry a gun um, and we were in, in the um, in the venue and there was we were watching um, it was it was spotting Bastille and we, we were watching Bastille and I think before they went on stage um, a microphone cable was like unplugged so it made that sort of like big pop yeah. kind of noise oh no don't and the whole, literally, the whole audience just went <laughs> like you could, you could, you could see like just everyone's like the fear, the, yeah, like there was there was a visible sort of like reaction to the pop of the microphone, and it went over our heads. We were like, "What's everyone? Oh my oh. god!" Like, and it yeah. was literally that, you know, of, yeah, it was eerie and horrible, it's, and it's just so it's so alien uh, to us. We we were in an Uber on in LA, and oh, the shit. Uber driver, I was sat in the front. She was like, "Open the glove box." <laughs> so I opened the glove box. Just and I was like, I was. <laughs> playing around she was she was driving like a big 4x4 with like spinner rims on it and I was we were I don't know blasting ah. too she was like open the glove box why did she do that I don't know <laughs> and there was a handgun in there I don't know what kind of gun it was a, a Smith and Western uh, but it was just said she was like do you want to hold it I was like no absolutely I'm not. Said, wow. yeah I'm going to close can, the glove box and I'm going to lock it yeah can I incriminate you basically is what you're yeah. saying yeah I'm not touching your I want your prints yeah. on my gun what you've done yeah nah you said you had a second a second yes, travel second, day which story is a nice, which is a nice story okay good well, yeah. I say a nice story it's, it's a more less gun related oh, definitely <laughs> less gun related um, <laughs> this was this was our first ever time in Vegas and it was literally a flyby 24 hour one of the best days and nights for a night out I've ever had it was like we pulled up straight into I want to say rehab um, not literally rehab but rehab pool party <laughs> <laughs> rehab pool party at the Hard Rock and it was one of them things where it was a bit like everyone was kind of walking past in the hotel and we're going, what is going on? They're like, oh, you know, brunch pool party kind of vibe. It was like, great. What time have we got this gig tonight? It was like 10.30. But it's not a long one. It's cool. All that promo gig stuff was like, great. All over that. The American label at the time were very much like, guys, we come on, we, we, we're going to have a great day. And we're just gonna, they were just so excited. Let's go out, let's eat, let's, let's, let's do everything basically, but work. Yeah. That was kind of the thing with them. And uh, yes, yeah, so we pulled into the hotel. It was amazing. It was a bit like, right, we're going to go gamble for a little while. And they were just like, nah, we're going straight to the pool party. We literally had these, not pictures, but you know, like the, like a, like a, bucket. not even a bucket. It was definitely the size of a bucket. But you know, like if you're at like a um, theme park or whatever, and you've got the slushy. I like the yard drinks. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Like the yard drinks, right? And it was one of the strongest drinks I've ever had in my life. Like just there at this pool party and we're going, we've literally been here 10 minutes. Like we've been in Vegas. This is, this is Vegas, right? 
you know, hours go by, we're having a great time, we're smashed. Go back to the hotel and we're thinking, oh my God, we've got a gig. <laughs> like, <laughs> soon. Everyone's <laughs> trying to get ready and we're just going, how do we, how do we do this? Like, really chilled, intimate venue, like, nothing like over here that we'd be doing, it was just totally different. And we got there, smashed through this gig, this was amazing, and almost like, <sighs> I, w- I don't want to say got back to the hotel later that night and just like it was literally like, oh and wake up but there was there's kind of no recollection <laughs> of leaving the I remember getting there and it was a bit like this big open it's almost like a saddle ranch type of vibe mm-hmm. with a stage on it and it was just like packed out with like musos and it was really like quite cool but post gig no idea nothing like, like as in no idea. Literally just remember waking woke up, up in my bed and going... No, I luckily woke up in my hotel room. <laughs> it was amazing. Tiger, but I was a bit tiger. like, what's Mike going Tyson on? Was there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. It's very hangover vibes, isn't it? Yeah. Last time I went to Vegas, um, my mate, we, we, we basically missed our flight home. Um, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, he ended up in hospital. And oh. um, yeah, we had to get... Uh, we had to like, yeah, move our flight to like the next day. Cause I, I was like the only one of like all the lads that, that didn't have like a, a, a nine to five job that I could, you know, I, I was like, I can, it's not like I have to be in work move tomorrow. Yet. Um, and uh, uh, so I was me. like, that's not, how we, that's not how we run this band. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can, I can, uh, I'll take one for the team here guys. Like I'll stay back with, with Teddy. Um, and I was getting all these messages um, from like all the wives of, of all my mates being like, oh, he's such a good guy, you know, staying back. <laughs> Teddy's such a good friend. And I'm literally being like, staying in Vegas for an extra day. <laughs> like, I was like, no worries. I was like, you know, you someone's got to do it. You yeah, know, you spun that very well. I'm like, okay. You owe me. Yeah, hit it. So we are currently compiling an ultimate rider. So we're basically getting tips and suggestions from our guests and ideas, maybe things that you have on yours. Um, anything that's out of the ordinary or that you would say is a good thing to have? Um, out of the ordinary, and everyone always says, oh, it's really bougie, like, why do you want? I'm like, no white towels. No white towels. No white towels. Okay, and I've not heard that with before. A, with a bad experience, though, because we did, uh, oh, I can't remember where the gig was. Great venue, Unreal, but they had a whole section of the show where it was UV lights and there was a white towel, like just mop up, whatever. And by the by, of course there was when I was younger, I just had no shirt on ever. Wipe my face, everything. Like, it's like, yep, sweaty towel, chucked it out. And the camera, the live camera pans to me and it's a bit like just white fluff in oh. the UV light oh. <laughs> everywhere. And I'm just like, Oh my god. It was like, like a brand new towel. Like, it was like fresh. A yeah, brand yeah. new towel. I'm just like from then I was just like, no, no more white towels because UV light and fluff is not a good look at all. Like That is good advice. Yeah. I thought that was going somewhere very different. I, know, exactly. I thought that was going somewhere different. <laughs> no, as well. It turned out the towel was not new. By the venue rep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no, don't. But yeah, that's the, there's no kind of say special reason but that is kind of the reason it's just like yeah I just I don't ever want to get caught out like that again and some venues are like what what I, I'm not going to explain it just, <laughs> yeah, just please it. no <laughs> white towels please um, but yeah that's probably the 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 weirdest one maybe sure. okay yeah um, definitely the essential for me is as I've got older it was always kind of like 
oh we want like a, a rum or whatever I'm like no I, I live with my tequila now I'm an avid drinker I love it so I'm like I just need this is going down really well it's absolutely it's beautiful by the it, way good yeah. it's yeah it, I'm it, on board the fact that you've yeah. tried it with this I'm already like okay great because with pineapple juice pineapple's it's, all, even it's more. easier it's just easier to I would say this is really easy. Like, yeah, yeah I would. I would uh, there's nothing. Just imagine uh, that, but easier. <laughs> Inoffensive. And, yeah. you know. There you go. That's great. I'm yeah. involved. Good. <laughs> um, so the the beauty of live gigs is that not everything always goes to plan. What is the worst thing to happen to you or the band on stage? Touch wood. Knock on wood for now. But I think that's veneer, by the way. Is it, okay, good. Well, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do that then, just, just in case. Um, to me personally, nothing with the band. It's very much like, as you know, there's a lot of wires going on. There's a lot. Of, there's, a, there's just a lot of shit going on for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something's bound to go wrong. Um, in Cardiff, again years ago, in Cardiff, loud, incredible crowd. Everything's great show's going amazing everyone sounds really sweet vocals are great and then we have a full power cut like the whole arena is is dark and um, I don't know how this is happening but you can literally see sound desk light is the little I don't know whatever it is like the little desk light or whatever he's got over the top you can see that light and then one of our security guys basically comes over with his torch and the mics are still working and we're just like Hello, yeah, cool, yeah. So mics are working, but tracks aren't working. So we were like, okay, Cardiff, don't worry. And everyone's then just, just kind of like, ah, like thinking it's part of the show. Yeah. Obviously for us, we're just going, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, yeah, where do we go? Moonwalk. So then I, <laughs> literally, yeah. like, like scuttle off stage. Um, <laughs> but our security guy has obviously shined his torch to kind of lead us off the stage. I was like, no, fuck that. And I was like, fellas, listen, just as a little impromptu, how about we just do a little acapella, like first time round, da da da. And we've, we've got those for days. Like, we, that's how we always started. It was always yeah. an acapella thing. There was never need for a track somewhere because we couldn't afford the studio time, whatever. So we was a bit like, we're just going to learn, learn, learn. So we had these in, in the bank, like, just easy. And then, we, yeah, we basically ended up doing a bit of an acapella set for honestly a good 10, 15 minutes. And then the power literally, boom, comes back on. And then it's like, mid track the track comes back on everyone's like oh yeah yeah what like just nobody knew a thing yeah. until now um but no, <laughs> exclusive, <laughs> exclusive there we go yeah nobody kind of really clocked on and it was just one of those special moments where we just went what do you do i take you know what let's just do it because these people have paid their hard-earned money yeah, to come yeah. see us let's like we this is what we used to do this is a good opportunity for us to See if we still got it. What, did you did know? that come, become part of the set? No, then on it didn't. No. <laughs> I, I love a good catastrophe blend. That's yes. it. I, yeah. I had a similar thing. I used to play drums for an artist called Mahalia, and we played this festival. It was a full, like, big tent outdoors. Mm-hmm few thousand people in there and there was a thunderstorm so they had to cut this, cut our set short halfway through and walk us off stage and um, I said the same thing to the band I was like why don't we just go out in the crowd and play acoustic and we, we walked out into the middle where the big centre post is Love that. and just sat with everyone's phone torches on and played an acoustic set brilliant and then after when the thunderstorm had passed we went back on and did another set I was absolutely knackered double by the set hope you got double pay for that I'm like oh what's going on I'm going to have to invoice for that actually Mahalia if you're listening come for you <laughs> 
Um, so, obviously, you, you said that's the worst thing to happen. Um, on the flip side, what would you consider to be either the best thing that's happened on stage or what would you consider to be your career highlight? Like, if we were in a pub and, and, and if I was to ask you, like, what's the coolest thing you've done, what would you... Career highlight? Yeah. Uh, let's say band-wise, the career highlight was definitely getting a call from the Jackson family themselves um, this is after Michael Jackson had passed and they were doing a whole memorial concert oh yeah literally a call and a conference call with all the brothers and it was like we, we, we've seen you guys we love you guys that we would love to do some songs with you at the concert we were like like just losing our minds yeah like this is for me like Michael Jackson's artistry is 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 by far the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life so you know from him starting at basically like a toddler all the way up to you know from passing I was a bit like this is the biggest opportunity ever for all of us to you know kind of live a dream almost mm, yeah. um, and kind of that bucket you know everyone's got that bucket list of like who would you perform with if you could dead or alive and whatever and it's a bit like you know be that but so we had this phone call and they were like we would love you to perform with us these two songs he was like yep yeah, cool we're in like you ain't got to say no more we're just a done deal in rehearsal we're going harder than ever like we just like we can't not fulfill this and do it to it's like the, the biggest um it's like our world biggest stage potential. isn't it everyone's yeah, watching yeah like, ev- like the artists that were, were playing at the time it was a bit like you know Neo was having some of his biggest hits at the time and he's like doing a whole Jackson thing and then Christina Aguilera and whatever else and you're a bit like jeez we're on the stage with the family do you know what I mean and it's a bit like okay this is going to be seen by everybody this is the moment um, but it, within that the, the personal biggest I'd say even achievement was we were rehearsing at um, LH2 in Acton and uh we were going through it the way you make me feel like just loving it and whatever else and the family had wa- we didn't even notice they had walked in and they were watching um, and I was going for it I was giving full mic I was like yes I love this like I'm in and um, the brothers come up and they were like man you did that bit just like Michael man you sound like Michael. I was like I was like even now I'm like Jit, like just that that moment for me w- was by far the most incredible feeling I've ever had and probably biggest compliment because I'm like, there's, thank you, but no, no way. <laughs> like, did, did I, thank you very much, but there's no way I did it. Like he, like that's a pedestal for me. So when we actually did the show, um, my wife actually got the most incredible canvas made of, um, I think it's me and Jackie. And he's literally like pointing at each other, like like mid song, and it's just like candid moments, just for life. Like I can, you know, yeah. in years to come, like my grandkids, great, yeah, or whatever, yeah. they're gonna see this, and I'm just like Jesus, like I've, you know, like I've done that. Like I, there's not many people over however many generations that can say that they've performed yeah, exactly, with. Yeah. That's like ultimate know. validation, isn't it? To yeah. have it's one thing having someone say oh great set you sounded great but when it's from them that's like that, exactly it's the oh personal thing of just going yeah. and it's lovely having like even for fans you, you can build fans over years and you can have millions and millions of views and streams and whatever else but for me I was like this is, this is my childhood and to get a validation from you can't even call them your peers like as I said like the, the legends you look up to to get a validation you was like nah this is this is too good to be 
yeah. kind of true do you know what I mean so that is that's by far like there's nothing that really even you know comes close yeah to that that's crazy yeah. I wasn't expecting that epic yeah. like yeah that's cool I saw I saw online that you, you I saw some sort of like a a thing that was like you've headlined so the O2 like 16 times or something I was like I'm sure that's surely that's got it be it but like yeah um, <laughs> it's never no it never ended um, I think something like that I, I, it sounds really I actually don't know like we're up there as one of the most ever yeah exactly again, yeah, which yeah. is amazing um, yeah, you know the likes of Take That and, and whoever else it's a bit like yeah that lives on in the hallway yeah like yeah, you know you have yeah, yeah. artists and bands that go through that hallway on collective gigs and maybe their first gig at the O2 and whatever yeah. else and we're like we've, we've, we've done this multiple times and you just kind of go how the fuck have we done like gee like there's you know standing gigs in there whatever it reaches up to 20,000 people and you're like gee like that's that's you know seeing that many people in a room is it, it's, it's nuts mm. like and singing your songs you just like you don't really until it's done because obviously when you're in you know it's like when you're in performance mode you're like I'm Mm-hmm. fucking killing this like I'm going for it but after it if you really sit back and just go hold on 20,000 pe- like, people in one room like going for it like the whole way re- like it like, doesn't make yeah it just doesn't make sense but there you go yeah no, I love that so back to I guess advice do you have a touring top tip or anything you, like you couldn't live without <laughs> or maybe advice to musicians that are just starting anything you suggest um do you know what's hard now? It, 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 it's the landscape is so different. So different. Because it's almost like the advice that I would give is when I was starting, it's, it, it's almost like it's not relevant anymore because when I started out, but what I'm doing now is watching a lot of new artists myself and going, oh, they're, they're literally, when I say direct to consumer and some, like they're giving everything and they're letting people that, do part with their well, well hard earned money they're letting them choose they're letting them choose the singles they're letting them choose yeah. the artwork yeah. they're letting them choose it could be the, the styling whatever do you know what I mean it's now kind of so close to the consumer and the and the fan um, that not that my advice isn't relevant but it's a bit like if you have any kind of following it would probably be to stop looking at the people that aren't following you and work out how to get more and look after the ones that you do have. Mm-hmm. A thousand people on Instagram. As I said, 20,000, like put a thousand people in a room. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Like regardless if they're dotted around the planet, fine. But 1,000 people standing in front of you is a lot of people. Like yeah. double that up. That's 2,000 years. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like... you. I'm going to use that. <laughs> how many people, yeah, 2,000 how many people came to the gig? Well, there was, there was 300 people, but there was 600 years. <laughs> use it. It's fine. You take it. Um, <laughs> but it is, it, is, it is that. It's a bit like when you really break it down, like just, just keep going because you have, like look after the core fan base, like the core yeah. followers, the core, like and I get, we all want that that O2 that, that Wembley Stadium yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that Madison Square Garden we all, we all want that of course that's what we strive for as yeah. artists and musicians but as I said you, you put 500 people you put 1000 people in a room let alone listening to your stuff like just put them out on the street like there and you kind of go geez, that's a, that's a lot of people mm-hmm. like don't ever discount yourself for you know not reaching 
the millions and billions like you know Justin Bieber's of the world and whatever when the internet first was really spiraling on well spiraling towards YouTube like that's the start of that so it's a bit like just keep rolling with what you're doing it's it's it, yeah we always talk about that in terms of like defining success because like you said even if you've got a thousand fans that's you should be proud of that and you should be able to I don't know, you could play a, a sold out show to 200 people and it's easy to think, oh, but I want to be selling out 500, but it's so important to focus on what you are doing in the now yeah. and celebrating that, it's not just always so like, easy. what do I want? What haven't I got? Yeah. You get, what have but, I got? But that, that's continuous, that goes on. You, exactly. you speak to Ed Sheeran, who's selling out how many stadiums. He's wanting, he's wanting double that. He, yeah. you know, he, he, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, do you feel I mean, like, at, at the level that you guys are at and you're at, do you, feel, do you feel like you've kind of settled those cravings for more? Do you feel like you've... We're getting deep. We're getting deep here. I know. <laughs> I know. We don't usually get this deep. Um, this is a different, a different level of the podcast. So I, I have this conversation. I can't even count how many times a year with my wife. Do you still want to do this? Does it make you happy? Like what makes me happiest in the world is, is literally going home and seeing her, seeing my kids. And I'm like, by far, they, they, my kids will be my biggest achievement ever, ever in life. Um, but I'm lucky enough to call a hobby and technically something I fell into my job. Um, so it's not like even like, you know, when you're on the, the, the upwards incline of the start of your career and it's, you know, for us, it was great. We got on at the time. We were very lucky because we were on the, the biggest talent show in the country um, at the right time. Like we were there and it just kind of fully propelled us into the world that we wanted. But now, like, I, I, of course, I'm never going to turn down playing Wembley Stadium because yeah. I love performing. Like, it, for me now, we can go out and, and do Jam on the Street because I love performing. So two, three people could come past and be like, ooh, yeah, I, 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 I feel that. <laughs> or it could be 50,000 people. For me, your feeling now doesn't dictate how happy I can be when I'm on stage yeah. and I don't mean that in any disrespectful way to a fan I mean that as in for me to walk from the back of the curtain onto the stage I need to be fully happy and need to be content and I need to love this I don't want to call it an industry I need to love this art again because it got it got so industry focused and so yeah. business orientated it was a bit like I sing and I'm doing 95% of life not singing like what is this this industry is crazy like yeah. everything else revolves around the music surely no like nothing technically does until the very last second exclusive no. Civ Civ Civ, yeah. Civ. <laughs> I mean yeah I think exactly let's get deep now I'm yeah. like yeah it is it's there because I know you know what I mean because you'll be in the studio and you'll write the most amazing song people may never hear it yeah which is crazy to me because you mm -hmm. just go you might have made the most incredible piece of art ever and yeah. it's your favourite song that you listen to every day in your car every day at home when you wake up whatever it may be or you play it to family, friends or whatever and it's their favourite song but it may never see the light of day but for me now I'm going I'm fulfilled with that I'm good man yeah. I've got that on my yeah, system it doesn't take away from the song it's still a great song never yeah, exactly, just because yeah. it isn't heard by X amount of people or I haven't released it or yeah. it's not you know it hasn't been validated by my peers or the charts or whatever I'm like good man like I've, I've created this out of absolute like we've all walked into a room and you just make this song out of nothing and mm -hmm. it's the most incredible thing that if you understand that as an artist then yeah you're 
you know you're winning just be happy man jeez yeah no totally yeah I wholeheartedly Oof. agree with that that's good that, and that again we are deep <laughs> into a deeper section <laughs> this is my personal favourite section of the podcast and we're just gonna all take a sip of tequila before we ask this I one. love that there we go so welcome to the beef section Ooh. Now this is an open forum. This is your safe space where <laughs> you're allowed to. There are no mics. <laughs> there are no yeah. mics. Just, it's yeah. not being recorded. Um, <laughs> it's your opportunity to air any beef that you've had in the industry, out of the industry, beef. with artists. You don't have to say names, you can, but we'll find you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. Nice. Um, we had we've had quite a few, we, we had like the Kooks um, who had a lot of beef with pretty much everyone, and then we had <laughs> Razorlight who were again were, were they quite had a beefy. lot of beef with them. quite <laughs> a lot of tabloid beef as well, yeah. which obviously gets that's I'm basically the tabloid the voice of the tabloid stirring the pot. Oh, you can just pass, honestly. No, <laughs> no, like, I I promise you now. I there's I don't know what it is, but we've never really had beef. There was something one time that I think it might have been James Morrison said something in an interview and it spun. This is the only thing that comes to mind. There's there's literally no beef, but it, he may have said something in an interview and it was fully spun yeah. into Susan basically. I think Jerlas is shit. That I kept something like that. We saw him at like we obviously we got heard of it. I was a bit like, I was like I'm a big like I'm a fan of your yeah. songs. Like your voice is like cramp. Like it is unreal. That obviously puts a bad taste in your mouth, right? And you're a bit like, what? Anyway, we saw him back season up. I, guys, we didn't, we didn't like, none of that was said. You know what it's like. And he's a bit like, cool. Like, it's just, it, it is what it is. Tabloids are tabloids. It is what it is. But that's, that's the only thing I think I ever was close. No, it's, again, it's not even beef. It was a bit like, that's just tabloid yeah. bullshit. That's yeah. very much like, again, it didn't even really say what he said. He was a bit like, I can't, like how can you even... Yeah. Make something out of, like yeah, making something out of nothing. So, so. JLS are beefless, everyone. Yeah, I know, I know exactly. Yeah. We're vegetarian, so, man. Jeez. It's the way to be. Love it's it. the way to be. It is. We've made it onto the last section of the podcast. We're, we're nearly at the finish line. Um, this is the it's the quick fire round. Quick so fire basically, round. when we say. When we say, let's change it up. If we say, <laughs> we always go to the dogs and cats, but I'm, I'm not going to do that today. If we say unicycle, you say. Fall off. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's literally okay. the first thing that comes to your head. You can Boom. either you can use one word answer to it. You you know, or you can elongate and tell us a lovely little anecdote. Um, okay. It's it's totally up to you. Or you can just leave it as like like one word and then and then we're, we're good. And just okay. so the listeners are aware, I can ride a unicycle. Just so you know. So uh, when we say unicycle, you say, you say huss. Huss. Yeah, huss. Exactly. I like yeah, it. I like that. it. Okay. So number one, when we say X Factor, great times. Great times. Yeah. And I said it with a smile on my face. Great yeah, times. There we go. Like, yeah. yeah. Sometimes we wish that it was a, a visual podcast to see those moments. Yeah. yeah. I feel um, as if you might have a similar answer to the next question. Uh, when I say <laughs> JLS condoms. <laughs> well, I've got two kids, so I can't say great. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you know what? Because it never gets charity. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah, it was all proceeds to charity and all it like it, it again fun it was all fun of course um and it made a stir and it made a generational stir which is great like people remember those moments um and, and it did what you know it technically does yeah it does what it says on the tin but it, it, um yeah it, <laughs> they were in tins <laughs> maybe not last longer no yeah the, we we did what we set out to do 
<laughs> As I'm sure the users did. <laughs> oh, <stop>. Exactly. <laughs> All right, number three. When we say Rich Sinclair, you say. Full disclosure: This is a, m- a mutual friend. This is a mutual yeah. friend. He said it. I'm going to say. T- I'm going to say timid. Timid. Yeah. I feel because like he's anything but. Nah, 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 nah. Because Deep down, if you peel those those layers, even when you back, get the layers, oh, yeah? because even with Rich, I'm like, we've done some amazing shows, especially even over the last year. And what's great is in rehearsal, he's so by the book and like, yeah, I'm playing this part and da 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 and whatever else. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, stand, like, get to the front and like, go in, like, go in. This is the time. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, uh, okay, like, a little bit. By the last show. Like he's in front of, like he's in front of me, and he is fully like playing yeah, with his cool. teeth. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. all of it. I'm like, but it's that starting point with Rich. I'm like, this is interesting. I'm like, you're, you're not as confident as you make out, Rich. I'm like, ah, I got you here. Right, nice. there you go. Like so that. yeah, Dish in the dirt. yeah. I like it. So we want to see one. knee slides from Rich next yes. time. That's what we want. Rich, exactly. if you're listening, if you're listening. we want to see it. We want to see it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Okay, when we say strictly come dancing, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the beef question. Should we go back to <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, there is a pass button. You can press. No, the pass I'm not button. passing at all. No way. No, because again, I'm like, yeah. Even I watched it back and I was like, nah, definitely gone too soon. I, I, I fully enjoyed that show, but then like the silver lining for me was my wife was pregnant with our first child, so I got to kind of spend those last well, I suppose the last month before Christmas yeah. and just us and we had that night like there's always a silver lining to everything as much as I was enjoying my job at the time and learning new things and it was a great experience um, yeah I, I, I definitely yeah I had I had the, the best kind of last moments as, as just the two so it was you know, yeah. you know there's definitely uh say bittersweet but it was definitely more sweet kind of okay you know totally moments yeah uh, when we say Arishé Marvin and JB I say ah oh, shit here we go again <laughs> <laughs> man um, yeah that's, that's that's brothers man that's that's <sighs> Jesus it's been what we know 2023 2000 and end of 2006 let's call it 2007 it's a long time to know people yeah yeah. And uh, but also choose to know people do you know what I mean yes we're in a band is what it is but that's a long time and experience um, what you've experienced with those people that's special yeah you know. they're the only ones that know how I was feeling exactly. at a certain time yeah. mm-hmm. at this pinpoint in the world and yeah we've we've we've, we've experienced a lot definitely yeah. Yeah. okay we're going to end on a deep one when oh. we say Aston Merigold you say the greatest ent- no uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the Jackson brothers said yeah. they, they did say um, let's say I'm just, right now I'm just really really fucking happy man yeah, that's a great answer. Just, I love that. Like with everything, like life is like it's mad, and I don't want to like you get too deep about it. But it's like my kids wake up every day, and they have no care in the world. And I'm like, Jesus, that was that was all of us at one time. You just mm. wake up, and you even now he's like, my oldest, am I going to school today? Yep, cool. Uniform on in the car. I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna do this. I'm like, okay, cool, sweet, great. 
get back in the car. I had the best day. I ran up this, and I'm like, this is your like, this is this is this is it. Mm. I know that we all have to grow up and we do whatever, but I'm like, Jesus, like, yeah, that's 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 where I want to be again. I want to be in that headspace of just fuck. Let me wake up and just see what my day is gonna throw at me and have the best time. Like that's that's literally all. That's all they do, my kids. So I'm just yeah, I'm I'm. I'm trying, obviously not to try and be a five-year-old, but just trying to, uh, you know, not take life as as seriously because really and truly all the stuff that we do, like if, if you if you go tomorrow, shit carries on. Yeah, I, I don't really have time to worry about all that rubbish of, you need to reply to, I'm reading a story with my kids, I just wait, like I'm got, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. get it in the morning. Do you know what I mean? We've got a deadline. Okay. Yeah. You've got a deadline. If it's not right, I'm writing a song. If it's not right, it's not right. What do you, what do you want me to do? Mm. It, do you know what I mean? People get over it. It's a bit like, yeah, I'm, I'm so far past all the adult bullshit now. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, what a, yeah. a, an end. Like, Cheers I, to that. That's yeah. Wicked, yeah. That's some, Indeed. Some, some deep like some meaning, deep. meaningful <laughs> conversations here who knew that we could we could do that we could go deep I, I, believe, it's the, I believe it's the tequila <laughs> <laughs> yeah I believe it's which is lit, I'm literally on time almost yeah. as if it was planned mm-hmm. uh, we do a, finished. a team slurp a team indeed yeah it's done um, Aston, thanks so much for, for joining us. No, um, thank you guys. I appreciate it's, it's it. Thank wicked. you, man. It's been great. Thank you so much. And uh, thank have you an amazing. Thanks for having us. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Fuck, man. <laughs> A huge thanks to Aston for being part of the podcast and to the Radisson Blue Edwardian Bond Street Hotel Bar for putting up with us. It was possibly the quietest hotel bar we've ever recorded in. No music, no people, and most certainly the most expensive bar tab we've ever had. £80 those tequila cocktails cost us. We couldn't do this podcast without you guys listening, so a huge thanks to you for being part of the Floors family. If you do like what you hear, then let us know. There's nothing better than getting a little DM or a message saying how much you enjoyed a certain story or how our sultry tones help bring to life an otherwise long and boring morning commute for you. Make sure you like, comment and subscribe anywhere and everywhere you can. It's all about the algorithm. You can find us most places um, at Meet at the Hotel Bar or meetatthehotelbar.com. It really does make so much difference for us. An independent podcast trying to climb those big bad podcast charts. Join us next time for our penultimate episode of the season as we'll be chatting to alt-rock legends Young the Giant. You can expect stories of jamming with the likes of Adele, James Blake and Metronomy, sharing a tour bus with 50 crickets and how to play guitar after you've been stung on the hand by a bee. Only on... Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.